Hello, my name is Jay. Hi, I'm Darian Hudson. And I am Macro. And you are listening to Wait, Take Me Off Speaker Girl. How are you, my dear? I feel like a a deep Negro spiritual sigh. Oh, that's typically not a great thing. Yeah. What's going yeah. on? It's just it's it's just one of those days. Okay. All right. Tell it's me about the day. Days. You're listening to this, and so back in time, this was the day before our reboot of Friendly Black Hotties. I can't wait. So we have been changing a bit of the format, adding things in. This is now a show that is helmed by Miss Rache Marseille and myself. So it's just been really exciting. And this is like the first one we've done. Um, we're keeping in the family. So it's just a lot on our shoulders <laughs> to make sure that the show is successful as it has been, but continue on the legacy of what we have been doing. So I've just been, it's just been, it's crazy. And it's the week before my birthday. So Ooh. like I'm trying, I'm going on vacation. There's a lot. What's happening with Cheese World? <laughs> I mean, for me, it's just been, it's been a really easy week. Shut um, up. Wow. Don't be mad at me. Um, I have my little brother coming to visit this weekend, Aww. so I'm super excited about that. Uh, I can't wait for you to meet him. Um, so I've really just been thinking about that and just getting that plan together. I kind of just live event to event, so this is the next event. And then after that, actually, I don't know what the next event is going to be after that. Maybe I need to plan something. Aren't you going camping again? Yeah, but that's not until like... BB, we're halfway through August. Wow. Yeah. When you're listening to this, we will be halfway, literally halfway through August. That's true. Maybe that explains why I keep getting all of these emails from companies like, oh, the summer's ending. Take one more trip. Like, I have away luggage, and they keep sending me emails about, oh, take that one last summer trip before yada, yada, yada. And Do they have, like, a partnership with, like, a travel agency or God, something? I wish I did. I mean, that'd be kind of smart of them. They should, they would, like, that would be kind of smart. Get a little kickback. Partner with JetBlue or something? I don't know. Maybe I should work for their marketing. I don't know. That is smart. I don't know. I'm, I want in on your deals if you figure that out, though. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have a question for you, though, just in terms of Friendly Black Hottie Show. Yes. So. Why did we change our name? Go is on and tell us. Question? I'm just kidding. What question do you want to ask? <laughs> what do you want to ask? What do you want to know? The shade is coming in already. You said you're keeping it in the family. What does that mean? So, Friendly Black Hotties is a show where it's spotlighting black artists that you don't normally get to hear at drag shows. A lot of times, as a performer, you get uncomfortable doing some numbers and spaces where they won't culturally understand it, and they just be looking at you, drops job. Which honestly, you should still do whatever you want to do. But sometimes you just want to be in it. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your cultural references. That's and right. And that is friendly black audience. Yeah. And so one thing we wanted to set out to do is because there's a lack of shows that are spotlighting specifically black and indigenous folks. So we want to spotlight those new up-and-coming girls and the girls that have been working in the scene. So every month we want to feature them, have them come in, do numbers that they want to do and not have to be forced to do a Britney Spears number if they don't want to. Period. Which there's nothing against that, but sometimes, you know, I want to do some city girl shit and, you know, I want it to be receptive and then be like, I don't know this one because it wasn't some TikTok trend of... Get them. Something that they had to steal to figure out. So sometimes you just want to do that where, like, you're not having to think about how is my culture going to be received with these white ears and eyes. Yeah. And just to add to that, it also feels nice to be able to just, you know, embrace your culture in a way that it doesn't feel like 
uh, you are, and this is weird to say because obviously you are a drag queen and you are performing for an audience, but you're not performing in a way that it's like, I'm performing for white eyes and I'm speaking for my culture and I am, you know what I mean? It sounds exploitive. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they love, like, oh, yes, girl, come over. And like, sure, that's part of like the, the, the lexicon, but sometimes I'm just like, don't talk to me. <laughs> what is this? But like, you know, just to dive a little deeper into that, you know, anytime I would go to a bar, a club, and it's playing whatever kind of music, right? And then that one song comes on where all the black people in the bar look at each other and go, oh, we're about to go in. But then it turns into a like an unwanted performance for all of the white eyes in the room. I hate that. And so I love that something like Friendly Black Hotties exists where you can just really feel free to feel and be within your culture and not feel like that spotlight is happening in a negative way. It's very FUBU. It's for us, by us. Preach. It's very FUBU. Which I kind of want FUBU to have, like... A resurgence? I I want FUBU and Baby Fat to have a resurgence. Like, the inner, like, you know, you have to parent your inner child, and my inner child really wants a pink velour bedazzled Baby Fat jumpsuit. I think Harriet would look amazing in that. I really want one. And if somebody knows where I can find, like, can shoot me the link on eBay, please do. Listen, if Felis can come back, Fubu and What is it? Felis? 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 That's that's what I always call them. Oh, my God. Wait. Are we having an early agree to disagree? Ew, gross. What's wrong? I call them Felis. Oh, yeah. I guess that's just a... I've heard it referred to as both. Uh, I will say that I heard... We're always going to be wrong when it comes down to Adidas, though. What? Why? Because apparently it's called Adidas. Oh, no. Mm, No, it's Adidas. I don't care. (laughs) They can say whatever they want, just like Uno rules. Europe is coming for you, girl. Come on through, bitch. Europe is going to get that ass. Mm, Well, anyways, uh, you you mentioned something about the different artists and things that you want to play and perform Mm -hmm. at Friendly Black Hotties, and it just reminded me what my, my hot take is this week, and I got really excited. I'm very excited to say it later, but I just need to make sure I know it. You better write it down so you don't forget because you're of age. Wow. Okay. Okay. Today. That makes two of us. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. We're gonna see how this episode goes. (laughs) (laughs) We might be fist fight buddy. Not this. Let's talk about what's going on in the news this week, my dear. So this is not something that's been necessarily in the news just this week, but this is something that's been being talked about over the course of the last couple of weeks, especially. Uh, we are all aware of the Brittany Griner story. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So the official sentencing came down, uh, what is it, nine years? Nine years. Nine years for having the smallest amount of an oil cartridge of weed on her. Now... Obviously, we know that it is clearly unjust. It is way too aggressive. There's no need for such a harsh sentencing. There's a lot of speculation that, you know, Russia wants to make a deal. And that's why the sentencing is so harsh. I think there's already been claims of, you know, they want a deal for this arms dealer that was arrested here. Something along those lines. But what I saw recently is I saw this post on Instagram that talks about the story. And they compare Brittany Griner to... Um, our own system of how we have had people in lifetime sentences for less than an ounce of weed. Yeah, I know. Well, no, that's not what I was oh, getting that at. Going? That is not that's where I was I going. Was but also this, yes, but that's not where I was going. Right? So Brittany Griner had, what, 0.7 grams of THC, uh, sentenced to nine years and fined 
one million rubles. I don't know what that converts to in American dollars. One million rubles? Uh-huh. Why does it sound like this is Aladdin? <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, 19-year-old white woman who was also found guilty of smuggling 17 grams of THC into Russia while on vacation. And when she had a weekend in the jail? She was released after two months of detention and only fined 15,000 rubles. This just goes to show this treatment of black people is not something that is only experienced in America. True. This is something that America highlighted and now it happens anywhere and everywhere. I just wanted to get your thoughts on the situation. I mean, so I'm gonna I'm gonna separate this into two things. One, Russia having the clear misconception that America ever gave a fuck about black women. Oh, girl. So you could have tried to get that arms dealer all you want, and that government just looked at them and be like, "Bitch, please." <laughs> that's None so of your unfortunate. Wildest dreams. Will we ever do that for a black woman? Like, and I really not, hate that I'm laughing at this, but but like that's just, like I'm, I'm, I saw that I was like, they ain't, they ain't gonna do that. Mm-mm. They're not gonna do that. Mm-mm. Secondly, it's like it's it's been like a, a lot of. Uh, most recently, you know, when there were black people trying to escape, you know, Ukraine and that was happening and then telling them they couldn't get on trains. So it's just like, I don't really know. Like, this is like a little bit like the insanity space of like, you're talking about things, but nothing ever changes. And it's like the same conversation again and again and again. So I was like, I, I don't know what to feel anymore because it's like, either I'm talking to people who look like me and understand me, or I'm talking to people and they're just watching the paint dry. Oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're really, I don't, I'm not surprised that this little white girl got 15 rubles, 15,000 rubles, which 1 million rubles to US dollars is 16K. Okay. So it sounds like this girl paid $50 <laughs> by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, or her parents paid. Her parents probably paid that. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know. It's just a really unfortunate experience. I'm praying, you know, the best for Brittany. I hope whatever, I hope I hope she comes home very soon. I hope that there's an actual Avengers out there. Girl. Or I hope there's a, a, a Society of Justice League. Because where are y'all? Because we need you. We need a hero. We need a hero. Different franchise, but... Drops down into the splits. Actually, well, stick with the franchise now, I guess, because it's Disney and Marvel, right? Are they? Wait, what? Marvel. Yeah. Disney. Yeah. One franchise now, right? Yeah. So that's what all I was getting at. I was saying Hercules. Okay, never mind. Hercules. 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 But yeah, I... You know what's so... You know what's kind of weird? And like, let me get on my high shit. Do it. I'm not high. But like you know, you like you, I've heard about Britney for a long time, mm-hmm. primarily from the read, same from Crystal, <laughs> literally same. <laughs> and it's so weird to like hear about someone so long, and then like knowing the shape of their story is now like they're in a Russian prison. Mm-hmm. Is wild, insane, and it's wild. Crystal's been talking about this for basically since it started, right? And just getting subtle updates, and I I completely had forgotten about it until we actually heard the official. I thought that. Britney had come home by now. Yeah. I mean, if the news had air way of it, they would have stopped talking about this months ago. Say that. Yep. Uh, but I think it was, you know, the act of, you know, Britney's uh, wife, who was actually, I believe, a, a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, through the acts of, you know, her, her loved ones is that it stayed in the news and it still keeps being talked about. But good. I doubt the government will do shit. I doubt Joe Biden will do shit. They have, they, I would love for them to prove me wrong. And I hope they do, especially like... Open invitation to please prove me wrong. Prove us wrong, because this is absolutely ridiculous. 
And and that was one of the reasons why I figured, oh, this is a clear misunderstanding. Oh, maybe just find her a little bit of money and she's good. But no, to hear about this, what, months, almost a year later or something like that? I'm not sure when the story first started. But to hear about it and then hear that this is the outcome is absolutely ridiculous. It is what? like It's extortion, essentially. Yeah. I'm just like so confused. Was the white girl American? The white girl was American. Yeah. Why didn't they use that? If they had used her, they would have had that arms dealer in like 30 seconds. Sure, but I don't know when the white girl was... And when they had that arms dealer? Period. Card. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's wild. Yeah. It's wild. Wild how... But also wild how they know how to treat black people, but yet they don't understand that white people... Sorry. White America hates... The white government White hates government. black people. Like, that was never going... They were never going to bargain. Yeah. And black women especially. And especially that. You know, it's the entire situation is... A non-fam <sighs> presenting black woman? I mean... I mean... Anywho, I hope for a positive outcome. Like you said, please prove us wrong. Because... Please. Please. Now let's talk about a little bit of black justice for a second. You know, let's, let's get some positivity out there. Uh, the Ahmad Arbery sentencing situation, mm-hmm. right? Where the father and the son got uh, sentenced to life in prison. Life plus at least 10 years on top plus of Plus 10 years. I think the other one was like seven years or something like that. And then the neighbor got 35 years. One, hooray. Mm-hmm. Two, can someone please explain to me, maybe you know, but I certainly do not. What is the point of life in prison plus extra years and my guessing ways is like you're going to live up under that prison should you ever live your life sentencing we gonna make sure you might die within the next 10 years oh no in prison wait so the, what is the point of life in prison like what is what does that mean does that actually equate to a certain amount of time or no or is it you're going to be here until you die especially yes. if it's like you don't get parole or whatever so what is the difference between that and then adding on extra time So life imprisonment is any sentence of imprisonment for a crime under which convicted people are to remain in prison for the rest of their natural lives or indefinitely until pardoned, paroled, or otherwise commuted to be fixed term. So I'm guessing they say, I looked at the men, they don't have a lot left in them. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing maybe it's state by state dictates what a life term is. Okay. So I'm going to guess at least 60 years. And then they said add 10 to that. Got it. Okay. All right. That makes a little bit more sense to me now. I guess whatever the average lifespan is, is a life sentencing. And Uh they said add 10 to that. Girl, that number is ever changing. I would love for the lawyers to those in the criminal justice reform or or whatever you... Please sound off in our comments. Help us us out because... Because I can't goggle this. (laughs) You sure can't goggle this. We're going to hear about Goggle all season. I'm here for it. All right. So we got, you know, we got some black justice out there. And I haven't been keeping up with, I know that we saw Breonna Taylor's name in the news recently. What was the, what was the response that we got from that? What update was there to Breonna Taylor's story? I think someone else got arrested. So they did not prosecute them on the state level. So I think they're now getting prosecuted on a federal level. Oh, work. So that just means that now they, they're still not getting out of the scotch-free. So there should be some justice, most likely, that will be happening. Much similar to when we talked about, like, you know, when certain branches come after you, you're probably going away for a while. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you're going away. 
Mm-hmm. They're going to have their documentation. So this was just announced this past week. Well, you know, it's a week, week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So it's still kind of seeing what it's going to look like. So it's going to be developing for a minute. Got it. Okay. Speaking of things developing mm-hmm. and speaking of certain branches coming after you, Ooh. I think that, you know, we would be remiss to not mention this at least for a second. I don't want this to be any kind of political podcast. That, that's not the vibe, but... I have to just take at least a little bit joy in the fact that Donald Trump's home was raided by the FBI. Because do you understand how far up? They gonna find kitty porn. I'm saying. I know they gonna find. They gonna find find some wild shit. They would not raid an ex president's home if they didn't already know that they were gonna find some shit. Mm -hmm. How far up it has to go in the FBI for them to be like. Yeah, we're running up in that bitch to actually go in and do it. Well, I believe the reasoning behind it from one report I saw is that there were classified documents that were taken from the White House. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. It's not that I don't know, but I'm just going to call it like sometimes like people like that's conspiracy theory. This looks a lot like just an actual theory. Yeah. There ain't no conspiracy in this. Where's the conspiracy? Like, you're just doing this shit. (laughs) Like, when I say that, like, his dealings with Russia, I'm just like, you're... uh, But her emails. But, Um, you know. (laughs) So, a a lot of people are talking about... uh, So, I was watching it as it was unfolding, essentially. And they're talking about, oh, what are the talking points for Republicans going to be? What are the talking points for the right going to be? Oh, the Republicans are losing their shit. They're talking about defund the FBI. Let's talk about that, girl. I want to be like... Girl, girl. The dude elected. The dude who's who who signed off on this is who was appointed by Trump. Period. And I just and like this doesn't matter because if it doesn't matter, then like he would have never been voted in because like everything that he has publicly said, he has basically been a hypocrite about. Uh huh. But like he was like this dude's outstanding. Got the greatest mind. He he knows this system and like so I'm like and here he is coming after you and now he's like an invalid. Like so what was he? Was he good or was, was he, he not? So what, what, what's happening here? What's Explain. He, I don't know. Like, sometimes I just like, Jesus, come down and get us. We're ready. Like, it just, I don't know. Like, let me just say this. I did like when I was overseas, there's always this like, uh, this feeling of like, oh, you're American. But like, I am a black person when I'm overseas and white people are Americans. <laughs> and I don't know how to make like how to make this like super like I just love that now they're separating us a bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like they didn't look at me like, oh, they just looked at me like whatever you have your bias of black, sure, of whatever country. But they're like, well, he's not American. He's he's a black person. He's a black person. He's a black person. <laughs> Except for Raven Simone. She's from every continent. Raven Simone said, I am not African American, I'm American. All right, girl, go right ahead. Ooh, ooh. Oh, hello there. Into who? A little buggy came and met me. What? A little bug flew and landed on me and told me I wasn't shit. <laughs> but I thought you were that girl. Apparently that bug is that girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl, hold on. I'm getting a call. Ooh, pick up. I told you 530. No, I told you 530.
Please welcome Harriet Tuxman to the stage for a spoken word performance. When did a simple hello become the new I want in your pants? Looking for people all around the world. I want to travel and I want to meet all kinds of people. I would love a travel buddy. I want someone was made outside of the mold. These cookie cutter men aren't really doing it for me. I need someone who can keep up. Be different to get my attention. Be on your game and not intimidated by a man on the rise. Mostly top here. Been known to flip that role to verse for the right guy. LTR would be great, but he's going to have to impress me by stealing my heart. I need a man who can inspire me to be better than I am. In and out of the gym. I want a guy that I can sleep next to. I want a guy that I can work out with. I want a guy that I can just relax and hang out with. I would love it. If one of these guys was all of this, but until then, part-time positions are available. P.S. I'm not interested in guys that are self-absorbed, pushy, and or impatient. I'm a very busy man and don't always have time to reply. This is a problem. Don't waste your time. Okay, um, I have many questions. Sorry that um, I got into that a lot. You did, uh, but I'm happy as that you did. As an actor, as an actress. What was the What was the first line of that? When did a simple hello become the new? I want in your pants. Okay, but honestly, I relate to that. Do you want to unpack that? Just like. Sometimes you're just saying, I've made a lot of just general friends from dating apps. Mm-hmm. I'm on my profile. It's clear that I'm in an open relationship, whatever. Fine. Cool. But if I just say hello and I'm starting a conversation with you, sometimes I'm just passing the time. Sometimes I recognize you from the gym or on the subway or something like that. Or I want to compliment you on something that I saw you wearing the other day or something, whatever. Like sometimes I'll just send a quick message. I don't think that it should be assumed that just because I message you on like scruff or something that I want to fuck personally. I mean, I hear that. I understand that. But? But I also have to be like, how is it majority, majority is using it. How is that happening? Sure. So sometimes I feel like people want it and I feel like you should be able to say hello and it should not be all that. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone thinks that you're interested in more than just Hello, because one, it is scruff. In your position, it's an open relationship, so it could be leaning to anywhere. Sure. If it said partnered in your profile, and it said just looking for friends, not open, monogamous, then I'd be like, okay, this is probably someone just like, you know, chit-chatting. But there's a little bit of gray area. Sure. Shout out to that queen, Gray Aria. I love I love that name. Oh, what a name. It's a really good name. That's a great name. Yeah. Um, on the reverse side of that point, though, I have had tons of guys hit me up that say that they are partnered and they're just looking to chat. 
<laughs> and they will immediately start sending me pictures. So you can also see on the other end where somebody might be like, hey, this is how I normally interact with people, y'all. A good majority, the majority, generalizing the shit. That's okay, yeah. You know? It's, it ain't sniffies, though. Like, Oh, should we start reading the sniffy profiles? Because I find the dating profiles on sniffies to be the most hilarious. Oh, I thought you were doing profiles from anything i was doing profiles from anything but like i love like this they'll put their photos like a a face photo and for anybody who's unfamiliar with sniffies sniffies is basically like the on-demand hooking app like all the photos are usually people's photos of their genitals um you can say if you're hosting if you're having a group session if you're having a glory hole set up it is it is the most sexually explicit definitely here for sex Right. And so given the fact that things like Sniffies exists. It's new. It ain't that new. It's like a year old. No, it's not. Yeah, it is, girl. I heard about Sniffies years ago. Maybe they just started making it so you could save like profiles to your Um, phone. Let me Google. But given the fact that things like Sniffies exist, I would think, and given the fact that you have the option to say that you are just chatting or whatever on things like Scruff, I would assume that... Maybe you walk into a scruff conversation with a hello and an open mind to where the conversation can go and not just immediately assume that it's going to turn into something about sex. And to my surprise, Sniffy's has been around since 2018. Told you. Didn't know about that. I want to see what the first iteration was like. I don't think that you have the ability to. So with Sniffy's, it's a website and you can add the website to like your home page and it shows it up like it's an app. I don't think they had that functionality before. But was it always just... So it also shows your geolocation in real time, Mm -hmm. which is also kind of creepy. Which is very creepy. I had to turn on my location accuracy. I turned it to where like it doesn't say exactly where I'm at because that's just weird. It's dangerous is what it is. It kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny running into them and be like, I'm looking for a relationship. I'm like, ma'am, this is Sniffies. Why Why do you have all this in here? But hey, closed mouths don't get fed. Closed mouths don't get fed. Either way. But also, you have previously made the point that sometimes people hook up first and then see what is popping after that in terms of what their relationship is going to look like. True. I have said that out of my mouth. <laughs> End of statement. <laughs> but I mean, like, for but, like I, I mean, I don't really tangent here. But I mean, like, that's like the new hello. You, you know, you go hook up. Maybe you want to be friends. Maybe you don't. Maybe you find out you just want to be friends. Yes, we dog sniffing butts. I don't do that, though. You don't sniff butts? Well. <laughs> got to do you know, the finger test. Do you want to explain what the finger test is? Actually, no, don't. Please. <laughs> I would love to, like, describe that. Because <laughs> it's such, like, a visual thing. Like, you know, you put your hands, you cup the bottom of the butt cheeks. So you just have to figure out, like, is butt stuff happening tonight or no? Or do they need to shower when they go home? You know, you grab the butt cheeks under the under the little cuppy cakes, under the cheeks. Stick your finger in, like, a little close to the butthole. And come out. Start kissing their neck. <laughs> And then you like, you know, smell your finger and be like, okay, it's clean. We can get this poppin'. Okay, it's chocolate. We're not getting poppin'. Not it's chocolate. It's chocolate. It's chocolate. It's chocolate. All right. Why don't we get into some questions? Let's get into our advice slash therapy column. Actually, wait. I have an update 
from our message from last week. So somebody, uh, we got a message last week about uh, the person that was, they were married and their partner wanted to open the relationship, but they didn't want to set any rules or boundaries around the relationship. Uh, so I have a small update from... The liar. <laughs> Sorry. So much judgment. So we have a small update from that particular individual. Just to give you a little, for those who may not know, out of context. For context, I'm just going to read it real quick. Go for it. After being on again, off again with a guy I really liked, we eventually got married. When we were in our off again stage, we were still friends and I'd talk and I'd talk about other guys in front of him. Now we're married and he wants to open the relationship because he sees his friends in open relationships. He feels as though monogamy can be toxic and possessive. I can entertain the idea because I love him, but I'm worried being open the way he wants to be open can breed dishonesty in our relationship. He does not want to set any rules and gets uncomfortable when I tell him he can be transparent about his needs. All right. So thank you for uh, getting us up to date with that. So we got some more information and it seems like the situation isn't really getting any better. So apparently they were out recently at a party and it seemed like the partner uh, from the person that messaged us wanted to get really frisky. They were making out, seemed like they were gonna get really intimate when they got home. They got home, the partner showered, uh, the one that messaged just showered. And then when he got out of the shower, it just seemed like the partner wasn't interested in hooking up at all anymore. And so that really confused him. So we got some questions and some information around, you know, how to have that conversation of what happened. Why did you go from wanting to be intimate to all of a sudden you're over it? Mm. Right. The person that wrote in also informed me that they were supposed to be going on a date and there's all these special things that he wants to do for his partner. It seems like his partner's not really responding to it. So the advice that I have in that particular situation is, do you understand what your partner's love language is, number one? And number two, if you do wanna talk to uh, your partner about that particular situation, the best thing that I can advise to you to do is don't, don't bring it up out of the blue. Set a time to have that conversation. If you just approach somebody out of the blue with something like, why didn't you want to have sex with me? They're going to get defensive. The walls are going to go up. You don't know what you're going to get out of that conversation. But he also said he could be a liar. So I feel like if you give them time, they'll think <laughs> of their lies. <laughs> That's my thinking. Fair. I hear that. I definitely hear that. I want to see you making the lie. But I just want, I what I want, and, and this is maybe me looking at it from the perspective of the person that wrote in, is I want you to have time to figure out exactly what you want to say and how you want to say it and respond logically and not necessarily emotionally. I understand that that's giving the other person time to come up with a lie. <laughs> But maybe I'm being, you know, optimistic here and thinking that it seems like there's obviously communication issues happening here. And you want to give everybody the time to really figure out what it is that they want to say and how they want to get it across. So my specific advice in this situation is set a particular time to have that conversation. Because it seems like from, from what was shared with me, and I can't give all of the details, but it seems like you have an idea of what love looks like in your relationship. And it's possible that your partner has a different view of what love looks like in the relationship. And that's just based off of the details that I can't really share. So what I want you to do is take the time 
to understand what your partner's love languages are. Now, you mentioned to me that you were thinking about dissolving the relationship. So if you do have plans on dissolving the relationship, which is totally fine, like if that's something that you feel you need to do because they are not taking the time to be loyal or honor the relationship or they're not giving you what it is that you're looking for and you're not in a position to compromise certain things, then dissolve the relationship. What you're feeling is completely valid. But I don't want you to make that decision without at least having these conversations with your partner first to, f- to figure out what can be done first. Now, if they're not giving you what you're asking for, maybe it's you have a conversation and you say, I need you to do X, Y, and Z things right now. Otherwise, I have to leave. If they're unwilling to do those things, sure, fine, be out. But at least have the conversation first is my advice. You can taste the dishonesty. It's all over your lips. Work. That's all I really got to say on that one. I mean, that's fair. You know, that's... If you can't be honest and talk about things in your relationship, do you really have one? 100% agree with that. But from what I'm understanding from their situation... I'm just saying in general, like, if you can't talk about what's happening and you try to have it and they're just not willing to... It takes two to tango. It takes two to make things work. So it's like, you can only... Yeah, 100% agree. You can only pedal so much on a tandem bicycle by yourself. (laughs) What a great image. 100% agree with that. But from what was shared with me, and I'll give you a little bit more background, is... Mm -mm. Ooh? No, I mean, truthfully, sometimes I feel like background is not needed. I think for me necessarily, like, what do you need in like this, the foundations of your relationship? Do you need to have communication? Do you need to have those things? And if those things aren't there, then that's probably not the relationship you should be in. No, yes, I agree with that. But what I mean by background is just giving you a little bit more backstory about their situation is it seems like the person that wrote in has not yet figured out the right time to have these conversations. They, they try to start the conversation when they're in the middle of feeling what they're feeling rather than saying, we need to talk about this. Let's set up a time to talk about it. They're responding in the moment, right? Which one, that means that they're responding basically just off of their emotion. And two, they're catching their partner off guard with the conversation. So they just feel attacked. And so obviously the defenses are just going to shoot up. They're not actually going to get to a point where they have a productive conversation, So I want to stress to both of them that you need to get to a point where both of you can collect your thoughts, have a conversation about where you are in your relationship, what your love languages are, how you're communicating, and if those things are working for you in this moment and what you would like it to look like. Because if you disagree on how you communicate, what your love languages are, and how to resolve these issues then you shouldn't be in a relationship and it makes sense to dissolve the relationship. But you have to get to the point where you can have that conversation first. I don't think it's that the partner doesn't want to have the conversation at all. I think it's that they're not finding the right time to have it. I just think it's wild. If I got married, we should be able to just have these conversations. I disagree with that. Sure, I'm not going to do it like right after, you know, you found out some terrible news. But like, I should be able, like, if I decided to marry you and we're married... Emotions get to come out. I don't think you get to be violent with your emotions. Mm -hmm. I think there should be some taming to it, but I mean like... Sure. Emotions come out. In the moment... I I, I don't know. Am I in the moment kind of person? Would you say I'm in the moment kind of person? I think you do both. And which most people do. Most people will 
show what their emotions are in the moment, but then later on when they've had a second to really calm down and think about it, uh, they may bring it up again later and talk about why they were upset. (laughs) I.e. Pizzagate. Do you want to tell them what Pizzagate is? No, because half of me was drunk. Oh, but we've brought it up, so we should we should discuss it a little bit. So in Fire Island, there was so the full backstory. We were doing the Fire Island trip, and for our food and what we went to order, we everybody listed their dietary restrictions. And to know me is to know that I love dairy, but my body hates it. <laughs> like most adults, apparently. And we had a party, and there was nothing but pizza ordered. So it. It was a day full of drinking. We're on Fire Island, so like, and if if this was Brooklyn, I probably would not have like lost my shit as much because like me and DoorDash are best friends. Like, I know what I'm gonna get. Did not happen. There's nothing really to go to, so I ended up having to like leave the party, go get the food myself, come back, and it was just also off of the backs of people semi making comments about me bringing up my dairy issues, and yet it was still forgotten again. So, um, Terrence lost his shit. Rightfully so, I think. For a minute. I lost my shit. But then... I was just like, I'm hot. My message is... Like we said last, my message is still the same. I probably wouldn't have said it the way I said it. Right. So, to that end, I think that a lot of people are going to respond emotionally in the moment. It's how do you respond to that, right? As the partner who's taking on that reaction... Are you going to respect that your partner is having an emotional response and say, okay, I just need to hear them out right now and then we can actually talk about it later? Or are you going to hear that response and clap back and then never have a logical conversation about it, right? I don't think that this particular couple has had the opportunity to have the logical conversation about what is happening. I think it's just been emotion, emotion, emotion. Y'all better get to it. Y'all better talk. Okay. So, so that's you, that. I want you to pick one through three. One through three. All right. So yeah. we've got another question then. Yes. Um. Let's go with two. Oh, God. In my experience, gainers treat other chunky boys, non-gainers, like shit. Why do you think that is? Oh, goodness. All right. So we're diving into... I would call this fetish territory. Yeah. What do you think? You know what? Here's my early hot take. Gainers, y'all are weird. Oh, no. <laughs> Just straight up. That's the, that's the statement. You're getting two hot takes from me this week. Gainers, <laughs> y'all are weird. Y'all are weird. Do you want to elaborate? They just, intru- they will like put you into their fetish without asking just because I feel like it's not necessarily sexual in nature. Uh-huh. They will just throw you into it without asking. Yeah. I've definitely also had this, uh, this same experience with gainers where it's, oh, do you want to watch me eat this box of donuts? No. I didn't, did I express in any form that I was interested in that? And they always be picking like the dingiest, dankiest bullshit foods. Like what? Because I've had that same thing that dude, uh, he was always like, I just got 12 Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, do better. Come with Krispy Kreme or I'm not interested. Oh, don't get diabetes now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, get like dough or something or go just eat 12 Cronuts. But like, no, I don't want to eat you, see you eat these disgusting Dunkin' Donuts. One, I'm already judging because it's Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) 
We just lost that sponsorship. Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I. So one, I agree with Harriet here in terms of gainers need to do a better job. And honestly. Like, I don't want to make this a general statement, but it's happened with literally every gainer I have ever met. It's always been pushy. It's been, you know, there's no asking of any kind of permission. It's not, are you interested in this thing? It's always just, we're here now. We're in this conversation. Do you want this or no? Let's, let's role play this. No. Let's do this. I'm going to be the gainer. You're going to be you. We're on scrub. Okay, who's messaging who? Hi. Hey, how's it going? I just had 14 hot dogs. Do you want to watch me eat another one? That sounds painful. No, I'm not really into that. Oh, okay. Well, all right. How's your day? It's been pretty solid. You know, I just... Do you want to go get food? Didn't you just say you just had 14 hot dogs? I'm just saying, I'm going to go to Dunkin' Donuts. Do you want to watch me eat 12 donuts? I, I still don't think that that's what I'm really necessarily into. Okay. Now it's been a whole 24 hours. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, what's up? What's going on? How's your day? Uh, you know, I just went to the cafe and just eating a little bit. What are you up to? Just getting some work done, getting some editing done. That's wild. I just had like 18 donuts. <laughs> you really like donuts? <laughs> but no, this is it. This is really what it is. I just, or, you know, wow, it's, it's crazy. I just put on like 20 pounds in like three months. That does not sound healthy. Hey, I did it though. Do you I- want to see? This is my belly. Photo of belly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so round. Don't you think it's round? I guess. It's yes. It's wild. I'm going to do I'm trying. My goal weight is to get another 30 pounds within two months. Oh, when my God. When they start talking about the goal weights. Oh, they, my goodness. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? I'm not trying to shame anybody who's a gator. I'm shaming you. Harriet's shaming you. I'm not shaming you. It's just I need you to understand that not everybody is going to be into that. And... You know, it's obvious that I have a particular thing for guys that are bigger than me, right? And so it automatically jumps into, do you want to rub my belly? Are you into, how big do you like them? You know, I'm ch- I have a goal of not being able to leave my bed. And I get, I get all of these crazy messages. And I'm just like, can we just pump the brakes, please? Now, let's reel this back in and get to this question. <laughs> So why do you think that gainers are mean to chunky boys? Their words, not mine. That's how they wrote it. If I had to assume anything, I would think that because gainers are so into their body and being big, there are other big guys that are not necessarily, that's not necessarily their goal. Do you think they see it as they're making it a choice to be bigger? Gainers? Yeah. Absolutely. Versus looking at it from the perspective of someone who's bodaciously beautiful. Right. They're thicky, thicky. Yeah, I feel like there's like, I'm choosing this versus like, you're just a slob. Like, I was a thin person, now I'm going large. Right. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I get that. I see that a lot where they're like, oh, I used to be this really skinny person. I just really, that's not what I wanted for my life. And then. You know, you get into this conversation of here's my goal weight and here's how I'm getting to it. And I just gained 20 pounds in three days and yada, yada, yada. Right. So it very well could be that I'm making this conscious choice to do this and you're just kind of here with it. You know, so like respect you me. You never cared about your body. I just feel like there's like a lot of superiority in that conversation of I was thin and I'm choosing. I'm choosing things versus where you're choosing to You've always, I I don't know. Mm -hmm. I can't make sense of it, but 
Gainers are weird. Gainers, I might weird. just have to agree. I You're really weird. didn't want to say that, but there's there's just so much if toxicity people, around it. If people who are into adult diapers have the decency to ask if you're into it, gainers, you need to do the same. Follow suit. Yeah, I agree. The only other perspective that I had on it was maybe, you know, there are people that are quote unquote chunky boys that are happy just being at that level of chunk or they're actively trying to lose weight and they don't really like the way that they look. And so gainers see that as insulting in a certain way because they really want to be bigger. That's the only other way that I can think about it. Like, you know, like I have friends that are bigger guys and, you know, they, they've they gotten this following on social media because they are bigger guys. And then they they got sort of thrown in this community when they didn't really ask to be a part of it. And so they will post something about wanting to lose weight or they'll post pictures of them in the gym. And then all of the comments on those posts are all like, no, please don't lose weight. Wait, why are you doing this? Yada, yada, yada. Where are the feeders? Where are they? Where are they? Because clearly there's people that are looking for you. It's not me, but there are people that want your attention. I've never seen a feeder. I've never seen someone be out and proud of their feeding <laughs> Which on the on the I've never seen them. Like, have you? Have you? I've not. And then, like the conversations we've had with our friends and like the sexual things they're into, feeder has never popped up. It has not. No, it has not. Are Especially there, with are our friends. Feeders? I guess they're all on mukbang. They really don't have to like because like sometimes they pay for people's food. I have heard that on the mukbang thing. So maybe they're getting like their kicks. That's why they're not bothering us. You know what, girl? Live your life. Just please have enough respect to ask permission before you bring somebody into something they didn't ask to be a part of. You know, I think that there's a couple of different angles that we can look at it in terms of why gainers are so disrespectful to other, you know, men of a larger stature. I think that it's stupid. Um, but you know what? Don't let these people bother you. Go out and live your big, beautiful, bodacious life in the way that you want to live it. Yeah. And you had better taste in donuts than them. Just always know that. Just know that. You always will have better taste in donuts. Ooh, hold on. What's up? Oh, sorry. My phone. Sorry, I'm not talking to you. Yeah. And we are back. Like... A pun inserted there. <laughs> you were doing so well. <laughs> All right. It's a time. Oh, no. To agree. To disagree. To disagree. Okay. And today's subject is art versus the artist. Ooh. Okay. I really hope that we agree on this. <laughs> Can you separate the art from the artist? Yes and no. Ma'am? You can't answer both? Give me your reasoning. <laughs> I think that there are some cases where this is how I have rationalized this in my mind. Mm -hmm. And for case point, R. Kelly. Okay. R. Kelly, known child abuser, mm -hmm. sexual assaulter. All of his music links kind of back to his ideologies. Yeah, it does. So for me, I can't separate the art from the artist. Aging nothing but a number, the weird shit that was happening with Aaliyah. So a lot of it is 
tied to, I think, a lot of his sexual practices. It makes me think of it. Mm. However, listening to Earth Song by Michael Jackson does not make me think of the allegations. And I'm going to say allegations because none of it was ever proven to be guilty. I really appreciate that. So, to me, not to say that... I. I don't know if that happened or not. It just, the art doesn't seem reflective of the allegations. Whereas R. Kelly's allegations, art reflects that. Mm, okay. I think that that is a really, really good way, a really great take on that particular situation and being able to separate the art from the artist as a whole. So then what do you, what do you do in situations like, let's say, Bill Cosby? I, I think for him, a lot of his art reflected his ideologies as well. When you like really? watch the Cosby show and how some of the conversations around women were and how he would publicly be like, men have to do this. You need to be respectable. Pull your pants up. Meanwhile, you're drugging women. Wait, so then how does the his how does his art, his shows, his what have you reflect his ideologies in that sense? I mean... The way that he had Lisa Bonet removed from the show when she did any... I I felt like his art also goes into the production side as the producer. Mm, he okay. not only starred in the show, but he also produced the show. Okay. So, like, the way that they treated her when she had her nude scene in the movie and wanted to do things and removed her from the show because she wasn't respectable. A lot of his ideologies, which I thought were backwards, are sometimes reflected in the show. Now, that show was affecting a lot of other people. You know, Felicia Rashad, mm-hmm. um, Keisha Knight Pullman. I can't think of Eddie's name. Is that his real name? The the sexy one with the long dreads? Yeah. Uh, no, his name is Malcolm Jamal. Malcolm, yes, that's <laughs> it. So, I think his name is Eddie in the show. So, I felt like it affects him. But for me, the best episodes were the episodes that were about the cast itself and not Not him. him. But, okay, so... So I honestly could deal with him being cut out of, like... If they were to give him, like, the... (laughs) Let me make sure I get her name right. Sherry Pie. Uh, Edit of Drag Race. uh I would probably still watch that show. Okay, so... I think that, one... I am on the side of being able to separate the art from the artist. Um, But hearing your perspective on it is making me think. Now, with this situation with Bill Cosby, though... Are we relating it specifically to what the allegations are or just them as... Or what he was convicted of. What he was convicted of. So for him, we won't say allegations. So for, for what he was convicted of, right, we're talking about and, and how you view it. There wasn't anything that happened in the shows as him as a producer, him as a writer, him as, a, as a, an actor in the show that was reminiscent of or related to what his what he was convicted of well i whereas with the r kelly situation they're clearly very one makes you think of the other someone might correct me but i think some of the allegations were to be on the cosby show as some of the women had to meet him in his dressing room oh i never heard that Correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody please. But I I think that was some of the allegations that were happening. Some of it uh, were for other movies that he's done. And to be real frank, yes, the Cosby show is great. But I would be more heart hurt (laughs) if it was living single. Okay, sure. Yes, I agree with that. I'm just saying that Bill Cosby isn't probably the best example for me. Just because I I really kind of stopped watching that show for a while. Okay. For me, no, living sin is something came out about like 
Queen Latifah, or, or you know, I apologize, uh, Maxine. I, I can't uh, um, remember their their actual name right now. And looks by the looks of it, you can't either. Then I would be like, this would be a conversation about art versus the artist. Okay. Um. So you mentioned two names. Uh, in this that really hit home for me and that's Michael Jackson because he's the entire reason that I became you know interested in music and being into singing in the first place uh, and Bill Cosby was a was a huge fixture of, of my life when I was growing up so the Bill Cosby entire situation really hit me hard and I started thinking like the way that I was thinking about it was when it comes to the art versus the artist what is the benefit and positive impact that the art has had on communities Mm -hmm. right so like the cosby show had a huge impact on me growing up you know seeing this black family seeing one is a doctor one is a lawyer and there's all this positivity there's all these great life lessons and things like that me and my family used to watch it together as a family Mm -hmm. right so knowing the positive impact that that had on the black community and you see that because there were so many people willing to rally behind him Right, including including Felicia Rashad. Um, Okay, Uh, so for me, like I think about the impact of the art, and I can say, okay, I can still I can still be here and appreciate the Cosby Show for what the Cosby Show was, while also condemning Bill Cosby for his actions. True. But then you know, there's other situations where it's like, and this is obviously not anywhere nearly as serious of a situation but then there's situations like azalea banks right and then once again sometimes her art is reflective of her ideologies Mm. so in that conversation i rarely listen to a lot of her new shit Mm -hmm. her Mm -hmm. old shit sure 212 vogue 1991 yes yes absolutely fuck kanye west no hard no i don't think i've even heard that it's not good but also kind of fuck kanye west though no, she went to fuck Kanye West. Oh, no. Sorry, the comma was in the wrong spot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Mm, don't want, don't want. But yeah, like for me, I, I think like, I think this cancel culture sometimes comes into like maybe some critical thinking. Like, sure, there's places I just won't spend my money with. Like, I just won't do it. But like, I think, yeah, particularly for me, I will decide for me. If I would do that and sometimes hold on, like you make that decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think at, at the end of the day, it's going to be me, more of a personal conversation. I'll stop dancing on the dance floor if the DJ starts playing R. Kelly. And I've done that quite a few times. You just said nope. I said no, you know, I'm just going to chill here, go get some water, have at it. But do I understand the cultural impact? Sure. But like for me, it's not where I'm spending my streaming money. I'm not buying, I'm not buying that shit. Mm-hmm. Does that also mean that you don't stream Aaliyah's albums? We just got the ability to stream them. And, True. And I'm going to be honest, I really kind of became a fan after the uh, Romeo Must Die era. Okay, that's fair. So a lot of her older shit I really knew of, but that's not like the catalog I go to. Okay. All right, but what about any of the other songs that he had a hand in helping to write? If it isn't specifically his if song. I am aware of it. I won't listen to it most likely. Okay. But right. like as I said, like I don't know. Like I don't I don't know what else I've listened to that he's written. We'll go into that at a certain Because that Lady Gaga song, she done took him out. Well Lady that Gaga. That Lady song. Gaga song was good. Do what you want. Do what you want with my body is also another song. Uh, it, 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 you know? As I said, it seems like it's kind of reflective. Ooh. As you know, we just found out the stories of the victims and how we you groom and train things. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's hard to listen to that. It, it just puts me into that spot. So, no, I'm not. 
I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. No, wouldn't do it. Okay. Do we agree or do we disagree? Or is it just such a personal decision that there's really no answer here? I mean, I think for the most part, I do, I can, I have the ability to separate the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. However, if the art isn't, it is being influenced by the artist in what they have allegations for, then I'm out. Okay, so wait, hold on. So if it's what they have allegations for or what they've been convicted of, that would mean that the Bill Cosby situation specifically would be more accepted in terms of like you being able to enjoy Bill Cosby's works. And in this case, specifically, the amount of people who came out, the amount of people who had experiences with him, Uh it just... If even... And Crystal says it's the best. If there are 50 people who have said this about you, one is too many. Wow. God, I love Crystal for that. So if one has happened and then there's 49 other people, and even if 49 of them are lying, one is still a lot. Mm-hmm. Two... 48 are lying. So to me, like, at that... For his situation... Sure, there could have been people that might have lied, but I'm like at the the amount of people who had experiences. So at this point in that particular situation, the accusations and eventually what he was convicted of, due to just the pure amount that overshadows whether the art depicts what he was convicted of or not. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. It kind of so, overshadows that. Yeah. Especially overshadows the idea and the image that he created. Mm-hmm. Ghost Dad, that movie, like the overly father, like you kind of created this wholesome image, but you were literally a demon behind the doors. Yeah. Ooh, so then like it sort of undoes everything, yeah. the like, impacts is, that you had. This is the respectable image that you created yourself. Meanwhile, and, knowing all of the damage that you were doing behind the scenes. Uh huh. And then so people. You're, you're taking me out of like the movie at that point. Like I don't see you as, I see you as a predator. Yeah. And then you have people that say are, are, you know, came from, you know, my era of being able to enjoy things like the Cosby show. And it just if they hear these allegations and they, you know, see anything else having to deal with it, you start to think it doesn't undo the art, essentially. Does it undo the, you know, the statements that you were making through things like the Cosby show and all the positivity that you're putting out there? Mm-hmm. I don't know that it does or it doesn't. I think that's, that's, I feel like forever that would be the spades game of conversation between black folk particularly bill cosby yeah i think for the most part people are slowly on the same page about r kelly and if you're choosing not to then you i will judge you because Fair. like there's just too much out there mm-hmm. there's too much out there yeah all right go hold on wait 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 i'm gonna call i can hear you breathing hello hello All right, girly girl, we are back, and I think it is time for our hot takes. Yes, you have teased us about your hot take, and I will make you go first so that if I am offended, I will change my hot take. (laughs) You know what? Fine, work. I'm okay with that. Uh, I do remember my hot take. Thank you, Miss Ma'am. So you mentioned uh, something about, you know, being able to do your friendly Black Hottie show and have, you know, artists of color and being able to represent that community. Uh, But then you also uh, mentioned Britney. 
So my hot take is about Britney Spears. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am happy that Britney Spears is free. Good for her. However, I do not need Britney Spears singing I knew it. anymore. I, knew it. I don't need another Britney album. I for damn sure do not need any more videos of Britney Spears singing in her bathroom mirror. Because, girl, sometimes you just, you need the production and the auto-tune. And, girl, that's you. Please, stop with these. You sound like two cats fighting when you're singing in your bathroom mirror. I said it. I'm not taking it back. I don't want it. I don't need to hear it. But congratulations on being free. Wow. Um, Your mention's about to get flooded if white queers find this episode. <laughs> when have I ever given a good goddamn? How dare you, you nigger, talk everything about that Britney Spears. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> if she's gonna give us another album, just auto-tune, production, fine. But I don't need the videos of her singing in the mirror. I don't. I, mean, I don't need I them. I kind of do like them. Why? Because it's funny. I'm not saying it's good. Okay. I'm just saying it's funny. It's comical. Sure. Because she always also lifts up and shows her midriff. That ain't got nothing to do with what she's... Okay. I know, but like, it's just... She can do that without singing. It's the midriff. It's the singing. It's... It's the experience that I don't want. I too am glad that she's free, but I also love that it's just kind of... I love some chaotic scenes, and it looks chaos to me. You are chaos. I love it. I love just weird chaos without no rhymes or reason. So, um, my hot take is this weather. It is on the Lord's, it's it's so hot and it's disgusting. It's so hot. I'm taking like two to three showers a day. It's nasty. I've had to change my socks so many times. Ew. Yeah. The humidity is wild. Dallas is just burning. It looks like they're having, like, wildfires like California's having. Like, it is... Y'all, global warming is real. And like a virus, she's trying to burn us and get us out out this place. (laughs) Y'all said I'm over it. Just leave your diesel trucks alone. Stop flying in these helicopters and these private planes and jets everywhere. Yeah, stop taking these jets for 11 minutes, Drake and Kylie. Didn't Taylor Swift do it too or no? Did I make that up? Yeah, she did in her cardigan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's my hot take. It's just weather. This weather is unbearable. It is ungodly. All right, girl. Let them know where they can find you. You can find me at Harriet underscore Tugsman, H-A-R-R-I-E-T underscore T-U-G-S-M-E-N on Instagram. And yes, I did spell I am Akila. I am that B, bitch. She is that B. I'm so proud of you. I'm not going to spell mine out again because I did it last week. And you know what? And he ain't got his phone open to double check his spelling. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me at at Jax Chillmonger. That's Jax with two X's. Uh, Chillmonger on the Instagrams. And of course, you can find us at Take Me Off Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. All right, girl. Yeah. So if you're ever in the New York City, hit me up. And you can come to one of my drag shows where I like to talk shit. And she will be talking some shit. And I will be talking some shit tomorrow. All right, girl. I got to go. Bye. Bye.